I will continue to call out the lies until it no longer says we're in Washington, D.C. Because, damn it, we're in Vegas. We're moving here. Mandalay Bay. I love it here. Yeah. God, I love this city. Yeah, I'm never going back. I, I think I may just live here, too. Yeah. I just got to pick up my kid and bring him, I guess. Well, that's fine. You know, he can go to school in Vegas. They got good schools out there in Henderson. Wife debatable. We'll there. see if we bring her. No, we'll, see. we'll see. We'll see if she's she happy with me after, uh, after tonight. You found your card, so now that you have your credit card back, you're in a better spot. She was not a big fan of me calling at 4.30 a.m. to tell her about <laughs> Bruno Mars. <laughs> Bruno Mars was amazing. Yeah, I mean, I'm I had to tell lie. somebody, man. Uh, well, I mean, we we talked about it. We all went there, but I'm glad that you told her twice in the middle of the night. Yeah, so that's good. Hey, girl, I think I want to marry you. <laughs> that's what you did, and didn't she's, it? Yeah. And she's like, Brian, we are effing yeah, married. Right. Maybe I think I want to divorce I, you. <laughs> yeah, you know how about that? Yeah, At Monday night, losing the credit card night one, she was. Uh. No, she was not happy. That's she it. wasn't happy that our boss saw Ryan uh, walking through the concourse at 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. 3.30 last night again, too. Yeah, yeah. 3.30. Yeah. Ryan, Ryan has run into our boss multiple times now walking. I need, like, a disguise. I need, like, a, a mustache. Need, yeah, like a fake mullet or something. <laughs> you need a hat, at least a hat. See, I can't. I that have haircut, FOMO, we can see it from a mile away. It, it was $100. I know. We I, can tell. It's looking fancy. I, uh, yeah, see, I can't just, I can't sit in the room, though, here. I know. There's it's just too much going on, man. It's, it's tough. It's tough. And that's yeah. the reason why we luckily get to have people in person. Alex yes, Gold, sir. 610 Sports in yeah. Kansas City, live on set with us. BetQL as well, of course. Uh, I'm sure it's been a very quiet stretch for you for the last couple of weeks. Not a lot going on. Not a lot to, to talk about when it comes to the Chiefs. Nothing. You know, there's just nothing <laughs> going on. I wish finally there would be, you know, some sports in Kansas City, winning some things, you know, having success, all this kind of stuff. It's a tough life being a sports talk host in Kansas City God, these days. Must be nice, man. It must be nice. So what is, like, the... Heading in now to, like, this week, you know, we, we've talked about it a lot on this show where it's the, okay, I guess we still can't count Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes out. You just you just don't do it. It felt like this was the one year where maybe you could. A lot of issues during the regular season, specifically with the, you know, the wide receivers and all that. Now that it's gotten to the playoffs, is the vibe just kind of like, hey, man, every year, no matter what, they figure this thing out? It just seems that way. A hundred percent, because there, there were plenty of people that were upset with general manager Brett Veach yeah. and the fact they didn't attack this wide receiver room. You had a ton of faith that, Canarius Tony was going to improve. We all know what's gone on with him this season. Yeah. Sky Moore was going to develop. No, that Is was Canarius a... Tony going to play, by the way? I don't believe so. Okay. He's practicing. Yeah. He's not playing. No, no, no. They, they, they tried not to get too off on Tony for a second, but like they tried to do him a favor by <laughs> just saying he had a hip injury. Yeah. And then he had to go on Instagram, you know, and then now he's claiming that it's AI doctored. Look, look nobody's wasting their time doctoring AI videos for you, Canarius Tony, okay? Um, and so, no, he's practicing. He's not going to play. I would be stunned. I also, there's not a soul in Kansas City, Chiefs fan wise, that wants Tony to play. Yeah. But you're right. I mean, if this year they were still able to accomplish their goal of, you know, getting to a Super Bowl and maybe winning one here on Sunday, uh, the fact that they did it without signing Hopkins or any of these other pieces that fans wanted them to do. Um, why, why should people freak out next year? That's kind of the mentality yeah. of everybody in Kansas yeah. City. I feel like, and I said this today on one of my hits, that even if a team is more talented, even if a team is playing better than the Chiefs, they almost fear the mystique and the allure and the grandiose nature of how the Chiefs continue to win these games, where they, I feel like they shoot themselves in the foot. And, and listen, like on paper, the Niners offensively much better, even, even including Brock Purdy in that mix. Like it's Patrick Mahomes, it's Travis Kelsey, and then, eh, we'll see, right? You've got Debo Sam, you've got Brandon Ayuk, you've got CMC, you've got so many weapons. But like, do you see that being the case in this matchup as well? 
So I, I think there was, for the last couple of years across the board, plenty of teams that maybe did fear the Chiefs. I, I think what has happened this year, and, and maybe there's a chance it's been regained just in this playoff run, but the fear of the Chiefs, and certainly going into Arrowhead that you couldn't win, all of that, I, I do think that went away a little bit this year based off of how vulnerable they look. You know, Philadelphia came into Kansas City. That was before Philadelphia fell, fell apart, but they, they came into Kansas City and found a way to win. The Chiefs go on the road and lose to Jordan Love at Lambeau. That was before Love was really cooking, yeah. right? Um, and so I think they've just been more vulnerable and teams don't fear them the same way. But that worked against, I think, Buffalo in the divisional round. I think it worked against Baltimore to a certain extent. When you, you start looking at the Chiefs as being the underdogs and being able to play that role, something that they really didn't get to play the, the years prior. And so, you know, for San Francisco, I think there's definitely the respect factor for the for the Niners towards Kansas City. Um, they also played each other, and there's some, some familiar faces going back to the, the 2020 Super Bowl. And then Christian McCaffrey's first game yeah. was against the Chiefs. Now, they were barely using him at that point in time. So I, I don't know if there – I don't think there's any fear of the Chiefs based off of how this season has gone, but I, I don't think you want to estimate, underestimate Kansas City with the way they've played here in the postseason. But, but don't you think that you saw that in the Ravens game where there was, like, extra aggression, and so that led to mistakes and penalties. There was – just this, it felt like doing too much, going outside themselves because it's the Chiefs. That's kind of more of what I mean. I got you. Yeah, I, I think that specifically was. Lion stuff is just, oh my God, I just want to vomit. And Aaron Hawksworth. That's all I have to say to that. On the BetQL Network. Go for the betting cycle on BetQL with Cody Decker. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. Sports handicapper Rob Brown. When Penix Jr. plays USC, he's getting 400 yards. Cycling all the top plays. And Cody Decker, I think Florida can cover today. And one outrageous show parlay. One, two, three. Ah! Oh! Let the chaos begin. It's Bet for the Cycle on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. I have so many hot takes just off of this here. We'll let I, them. I think could really be a bigger problem. I think the Chiefs will be ready against Kittle. They've actually actually fared well against some of the tight ends this year. Yeah. Talking to Alex Gold, BetMGM tonight. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco is I, I first off i love all of his props this i love the attempts over on yards uh this game in pretty much every game throughout the playoffs <laughs> and most of the regular season is it like from afar for me whenever i've watched i felt like they didn't for the longest time understand what they had in him it feels like now they've kind of realized we got a real running back back there that i mean he can break out for big runs he can lower his shoulder and just knock guys on their ass there's did it feel that way to you guys? Was that a discussion ever of, like, why is Isaiah Pacheco not getting consistent carries? I think this goes back to Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Mm -hmm. You know, they drafted him in the first-round pick, and there was a lot of discussion at the time anyway, drafting yeah. a running back in the first round, even if it's at the back end of the round. And 
he got off to a, what was it? The first four or five games start. It was absurd. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he can't stay healthy. And so Fumbling. they, they went and, and found Isaiah Pacheco, who's been a stud for them. So I think some of it was just unwillingness, maybe some arrogance of going away from a guy you spent your top tier draft picks on. Um, and then they saw his running style and it probably fits this team. They're not a physical team overall. That's mm-hmm. not, that's not an Andy Reid style team typically. Mm-hmm. And so I think they realized this year more than others that you're not the same offense that you had been in 2021, 2022. And so you needed to, to have more of a physical aspect to it. And so Isaiah Pacheco just brings something to the table that they haven't had. And that's why post-Cincinnati game, I would say, this regular season, that's when you start seeing the carries increase. 24 carries. You only had 15 against Buffalo, but they got doubled up in plays yeah. by the Bills. So if you think about it, getting 15 carries in a game, you got doubled yeah. up is awfully impressive. Had 24 against Miami. So I think Pacheco's going to have to be a huge part of the game plan. Um, I actually think he's my only Chiefs player outside of Mahomes I would bet on MVP. Mm-hmm. I really think okay. that's the nice. only player I could see winning MVP other than Mahomes if it's a, a lower-scoring game. Mm-hmm. And this is not a 3-4 touchdown yeah. performance. If it's you know, 21, 24 points – Okay, Mahomes, Mahomes might have a touchdown in 230 yards and be flawless, no, yeah. you know, no mistakes. But if Pacheco gets two touchdowns in 90 yards at 30 to one or whatever the number sitting at currently, it was I mean, 120 to one. When I bet it a couple weeks ago, what I was you get at, sorry, 120 to one. I, wow. I played some Kelsey 66 to one too. I mean, just kind of thinking the same thing. That's yeah. what I was going to follow up on is with all of the narratives of Kelsey uh, and and just what he's done in postseason play. He's not worth an MVP for you, but also follow up on that. I've been hearing like a lot of whispers about maybe him stepping away from the game after this. You're in it every day. You talk to the team every day. Like, what is there to that, like validity wise? So my Trista, the the, the Travis Kelsey MVP bet, and, and it sounds like you disagree on this, but I, I don't either I, agree nor okay, disagree. okay, because I I just don't see the path. Like, if, if Travis Kelsey has two touchdowns in a buck ten, let's say, which is which is possible, yeah. Unless it's the enough? game winner in the walk-off, mm-hmm. I, I just isn't it going to Mahomes? Yeah, I mean, we just uh, last year Nick Bolton had you know the, the great defensive plays, had the one touchdown called back, and then Mahomes ends up winning it. You know, going back to the last time they played the 49ers, running back Damian Williams yeah. was probably the MVP of the game. I would argue Mahomes still won it. I just I, I think it's really tough. Taylor Swift. I, Taylor, yeah. that's that's the conspiracy <laughs> theory, right? Is that they just want this perfect storybook ending? Travis Kelsey. Um, I also don't think this will be the end, though, to your other question yeah. about Travis Kelsey. I, you know, Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, two two individuals everybody's been asking about retirement. We had Clark Hunt, uh, the owner of the Chiefs, on our, our show, uh, and and he said he doesn't get why anybody's been talking about Andy Reid. He hasn't heard that retirement mm-hmm. rumor or anything like that. And I think the same thing applies for Travis Kelsey. The off-field opportunities will be there two years from now. They'll be there this offseason, sure, but I don't think they're going away anytime soon. So as long as his body is is healthy and he's still, you know, nine hundred plus yard receiver, I think they're good. I mean, he's not going to go out, you know, as a five hundred yard guy and just hang on for dear life when he's forty. Yeah. Um, but right now, with the way he's performing, I, th- I think he'll absolutely keep playing. It'd be a shock to a lot of Chiefs fans if he retired. All right, what do you think about the total? I like the under because we're talking props here, and, and like I'm not going to play a whole lot of overs. I don't know how many possessions there's going to be. I think both teams are going to run the ball. These are two pretty good defenses. Uh, what do you think about the total? So I'm on the under as well. Okay. Yeah, I, I love the under as well. I mean, we, we just whether we're talking about the second half trend that that you know ties into this a little bit. The Chiefs 28 points or less every game 
You know, they yeah. give up. Mm-hmm. They're the only team that's ever done that in the Super Bowl era. Yeah. I think all of the, the prior four that were like 19 games in a row all won the Super Bowl as well. I think the, the script is going to be another low-scoring game, not necessarily 17 to 10 like yeah. we just saw. Yeah. Um, I, I think 24-21, you know, right, you know, something like that, which still gets you under the total. Yeah. That's how I see this game playing out, and I definitely will be on the under in the second half, 23 oh, and a yes. half. I think you just have to. The Chiefs offense still struggles to score in the second half, and we know what they're doing defensively right now. So I'm on the under both in the, in the game and the second half. Love that. Love no matter what happens in this game, what do you think the offseason's going to look like for the Chiefs? I do believe, despite the offense playing better, they recognize that they're going to have to go and yeah. either spend that first-round pick on a wide receiver or go get a, a T. Higgins, Mike Evans type, although I'm not really a huge fan of the Mike Evans signing. Not only the dollar amount, but post-31-year-old. Mm-hmm multi-year contract that's not something the Chiefs have typically done so I, I do think they'll attack the wide receiver room we all remember what happened the last time they lost to the Super Bowl to the Bucs 31-9 the O-line was abysmal and so what did they do they were uber aggressive they went and drafted multiple pieces signed Joe Tooney I can see them being that aggressive again with the wide receiver room even though they, they've started to get a little more out at Rashi Rice who's looks like going to be a stud for a while yeah. in this offense are you shocked because I am that the Chiefs are still underdogs given the six. Whoa, whoa, the 49ers against all odds. Remember, they tweeted that out, guys. Against all against odds. Against all odds, the Every 49ers team, got here. Both teams are trying their best to, to convince everybody out there that nobody wants them to win or anything like that. Um, I'm not surprised the Chiefs are dogs, but we looked at the look-ahead line a week or so ago, and we were talking about this, the potential matchups, and if, if Mahomes was going to go and beat the Ravens, Go ahead and bet the plus three a week yes. ago, and we all know that the three is nowhere to be found. I'm surprised it's not one and a half, though, or one. I really am. So surprised they're a dog? No, because the 49ers were the better team all year, and I'm sure a lot of people that were handicapping the Niners you know, still rate them out as a much better team. And so I, I, I don't think it's surprising that they're a dog. I know people in Kansas City love the fact that the Chiefs are an underdog again. You get three playoff games in a row yeah. with Patrick Mahomes as a dog? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everybody's good with that. Do you think what, – what do you think about the coaching matchup, right? Because, I mean, you kind of hit on this with Kyle Shanahan, and we know that he's – I like to call him a coward. He loves punting on fourth and one <laughs> and settling for field goals. And, like, with Andy Reid, I think the Chiefs are going to be the more aggressive team. What, what do you, who do you think has the coaching advantage? Is it a big disadvantage, if anything at all? So it's, it's still an advantage for Andy Reid, but yeah. not near the discrepancy that we saw these pre, you know these past two games. We, you asked me earlier about going away from the run and everything yeah. like that. I mean, Sean McDermott has been been – you know, having laps run around him by Andy Reid for a couple of years yeah. in the postseason. Mike McDaniels, I really like him, but still there's an edge there. And then, you know, Harbaugh last week, I was inexcusable. So I think it's a much narrower gap. I don't. I, th- I trust Kyle Shanahan more if I'm a Niners fan that he's going to stick to the game plan. But there is something to be said of being there in these situations. That goes across the team, even from little stuff, guys. The, the game prep the week before. So last week, Andy Reid still treated it as if they were playing today, you know, or yeah. this past Sunday, I should say. And so they already installed the game plan, and that way this week when they're dealing with all the media stuff and all these interviews, that they're able to, to still feel comfortable like they already got it in, you know, in the back of their mind, and then they revisit this week. They had a padded practice uh, the other day yeah. in the rain. Stop Meanwhile, it. on the flip side, we know there's a lot of complaining about the field surface and everything. Hey, man, I saw pictures of those. They're very, very different. All right. Your team's getting, getting all the preferential treatment. I As saw per it. usual. Uh, we were at Arizona State last year. Guys, we're the Patriots. Now that's what it is. Bet MGM the night.